Are you ever out in the trail and don't have a respectable place to do your number two? You ever wonder if there was a better way? Introducing Cowboy Poopy Diaper. For the cowboy who's on the move, looking for no place to call his home. The Cowboy Poopy Diaper. Keep your dignity in your pants. This episode was brought to you by Cowboy Poopy Diaper. Keeping your dignity inside your pants. Cowboy Poopy Diaper. Cowboy Poopy Diaper. And that was a word from our sponsor. Welcome guests to the You're Alive Now podcast, where we discuss existential issues about our time in a way that's relevant and important and relatable to all those who are listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we have a special episode where Yanis and Svetlana meet Sean, a wandering traveler with various interesting stories. Yanis regales us with his soundboard of diversity. And Svetlana, well, Svetlana is always a delight. Please enjoy the show and remember, and always remember, if you're out on the trail and you have nowhere to go, keep your dignity in your pants with Cowboy Poopy Diaper. This episode was brought to you by Cowboy Poopy Diaper. You're alive now! Imagine just sending this video of the, the moon, of the, of, of the orbit of the moon, just sending it to uh, Leonardo da Vinci and say, hey, <laughs> this is for you. This is free on, and anybody can look anybody at it. Can watch this. And it like, costs no effort whatsoever. It's like here you go. Uh, I just found this. And he'd be like, "Wait, oh, can we do one more? Check out this video. Can we do one more clap? <laughs> I don't think I pressed record properly, but now it's recording. It's all good. All right, three, two, one. One more time. Three, two, one. Okay. Excellent. Awesome. We'll figure it out. Halas. We'll fix it in post. There's enough claps in there. All right. Do we have the Chinese music playing? Oh, yeah. My mother sent me a a BBC article. Oh, this is intense. That pointed to promising uh, psilocybin uh, results about depression. And just the fact that it's entering the mainstream media is paying credence to my theory that we're going to have a new 60s in about three years. Three. Three, not in... Approximately. Not in 40? Uh, no, I mean, it doesn't. It won't be the physical. It won't be in the 60s. It'll be called the 20s. But <laughs> I, think, um, I think that age is coming again when the youth wants to... will find that the world that they're in is not compatible with what they perceive it to be. Hmm. Wait, say that again. In the 1950s, turn the 1960s, the youth looked around them and saw that the performance of the world did not align with what they perceived the world to be. They saw something different than what the established order said, this is what life is, you know? That's what caused the 60s. And it's not out of the question to imagine that we have a generation coming up that's going to say, this is like, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is all bullshit. And then... I feel like that's then, happening now, though, more than in like a few years. Well, at some point, the bullshit and the desire, or at least the repulsion to the bullshit will transform form into some sort of grand unifying act i believe because right now it's all just divisive divi- division mm-hmm. i see i i just see a big peace and love freedom 
for everybody type of um, energy happening. I hope so, my friend. It's, we can listen to something different if you want. It's different when it's like specific people, but if it's a whole cultural trend, then it becomes really cool because the mm -hmm. expectations of a society become different and in this case more relaxed. Mm -hmm. If you live in a world of optimists, does the world get better or worse? Mm, I mean, gut feeling you would say better. But why would it be sure, worse? But is, do you think you can come up with any kind of reason why it might be get, getting better? If you live in a world of optimism? If everybody is optimist. Mm, I'm not sure. Do I need to put some Tupac on to wake up the group? No, I was looking at the definition of optimism versus pessimism because I get them mixed up a lot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the glass half full, half empty thing. I always get it mixed up on like which one's the good. Shit. Um, it's like, wait, no, I'm not the thing you think I am. I'm the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think uh, the same in terms of like pe most people think it'd be better, but at the same time, like in the back of my head, I think it would be worse because everyone's always thinking in the future it's going to get better and better instead of paying attention to like what's good right now. I suppose optimism is, um, is not a very good word then, right? Because I'm not talking about uh, hope for a brighter future only, but also a, a general positive energy, you know? Good vibes. I agree. I'm, I'm trying to figure out whether this, uh, this video is a render of the moon rather than the moon itself. Is there wind on the moon? No. There's no wind because there are no clouds. Made with 3D data from the from the lunar reconnaissance orbiter. It's a render, yeah. I mean, it seems legit, but I mean, I mean, it probably is a reflection of the real moon. Yeah, it's like a it's a Google Maps picture just made into an orbit and to a sphere. I mean, like imagine this crater being a, as big as a city. That's a big crater. The moon. How big is big, New York though. City? How like, how big are city? What did what did PLPB say? Uh, isn't it? I was saying the moon this, isn't that big. Is it a sixth? Because I know it's the sixth sixth gravity of the Earth. But is it uh is it a sixth of its size? Um, I think I less. Pull, no, or like it's. More. Uh, Can you pull that so up? the the moon is smaller in diameter than the United States. Wow. No. Yeah. It is one fourth the size of the Earth, according to space.com. Fascinating. I'm also looking at space.com. <laughs> I feel like there's a more legit website than space.com. I don't know. Space.com. I mean, listen. Pretty legit. It's, they're, they're, <laughs> Not NASA or anything. The website is called Space, okay? Like, come on. And uh, uh, it says here if Earth were the size of a nickel, the moon would be about, a, about as big as a coffee bean. Does that make sense to you? Yes. This is according to NASA. Huh? Does that make like... sense to you? <laughs> I feel like scientists. Scientists always make these comparisons of like, imagine it's a it's a, a it's golf a, ball. It, imagine it's like a bean. It's a duck. <laughs> imagine, yeah, they always bring it to like some random like, really? object. Exactly. I mean, this is kind of so arbitrary. Are, Nickel and coffee. Yeah. They're not related so in any way. Day -day things? Well, what can we describe in normal day-to-day -day things but to describe in terms like these? Like, if we want to try and explain adult's height relative to, uh, or his size relative to a normal human being. If you, if you brought three antelope's stomachs together, uh, that would... <laughs> maybe, maybe an image that's, like, a little bit more pleasant to consider. So, no, that if you one take was very visual. <laughs> 
if a raisin is the average human being, then a grape would be added. Wait, what was it? I'm just imagining a very shriveled human being. See, the problem there is that a raisin is a grape. Yes. Yeah, that that fits perfectly. So we're both human. We're both human. Be... We're both grapes. Or both the same. But one of us, yeah. One of us is filled with liquid. <laughs> yeah, that's the least, you know, <laughs> fat shaming thing you could ever do. This is perfect. <laughs> I try. I try. Is there a a group of people that hasn't been shamed yet but should be shamed? Um. Probably. Care to venture? I guess. Where there's a will, there's a way. You know. Well, maybe we should cultivate the will. Uh, this is the first the thing way. that came up to my mind. Uh, people with uh, a large amount of skin tags. <laughs> What's a skin tag? Oh my god. That is my biggest fear in life, to be honest. <laughs> getting skin tags. <laughs> it's, um, it, it's a small... I, I don't even know how to explain it. To tag a skin. <laughs> to tag yeah. your skin. It's just a, like extra skin growth. Yeah. But it's like loose on your body, but not like excess or like big. It's like a small thing. Yeah. Where does it come from? Is it like a mole? Yes. It's a result of. It's usually it's on your neck or your armpits or uh, around your eyes. It's usually places where you have a lot of skin folding on each other on its on itself, uh, which results in these like little. <laughs> I want to say bulges, this? but more like tags. Of skin. It physically makes me uncomfortable. Well, according to space.com, <laughs> skin, tags. skin tags are. <laughs> uh, Finish the sentence. Have you heard of this this uh, this chocolate? Tony's Chocolone, Chocolonely? Chocolonelli. Yeah, Chocolonelli. All over Europe. Chocolonely? That sounds like my type of chocolate. <laughs> Did I mention No, this I have not heard of this oh, podcast. I'm not sure. <laughs> This is the moment I add the budum sound after everything Sarah says. <laughs> oh no. Svetlana. That's my kind of chocolate. <laughs> so we, I have I have the, the wrapper right here. So wait, Rob, you said you had Tony's chocolonelli? Cho ch- I always read it as chocolate only. <laughs> well it's not. <laughs> According to space.com is not pronounced. <laughs> So one of the people I work with introduced me to it and I loved it. It's like salted caramel and it's this perfect mix of salt and caramel that I really like. So I asked to get me some and we're on a FaceTime call. Sorry, Giannis. (laughs) I don't know, some other dude. I asked him to get me, but he he never came through. Giannis though got me some. Um, And so I I was on FaceTime with Giannis and he's reading the, the rapper and it says, or the website and it says, Tony's Chocolonelli, now one, oh no, 100% slave free. <laughs> it's one that's of those the things. That's the way they promote themselves. Man. That's the way they promote themselves. And I was like, what a language choice. Why does that sound familiar? Language choice. Oh my God. It's slave kind of like free. Slave free. Together we'll make chocolate 100% slave free. Free. Ah, Dobby's a free elf now. <laughs> For every chocolate you buy, we give one <laughs> to one of the We free one slave. Because <laughs> legally, if you give them one sock, they are not your slave. 
Like you just know that they're going for the legal definition of slave free, <laughs> not the moral definition of slave free. Oh, yeah, of course. It's like they give it's someone like because that's like pay the minimum the wage or something. Hundred percent. Listen, their business office is like, listen, we want the sticker that says "stay slave free." How do we get the sticker? It's like a Boy Scout badge. You know, you do the minimum. <laughs> Uh, might I add, I think this is an important uh, piece of information. It is uh, founded by Toon van de Koeken. And it's uh, the CEO's... His name is Toon van de Koeken? Yeah. That's a funny name. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a... like, it's like saying... Uh, what? Uh, okay, there's no name that rhymes with Mappach. But imagine there was a name that rhymes with Mappach. Like, Mappach Rajal Mappach. Koeken? Like, Toon or... Or like a uh, bitchin' of the kitchen. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Tone van de Koeken. Tone van de Koeken. And uh, it's, uh, it, it represents 18% of the uh, of uh, the Netherlands market share of chocolate. Yeah, it's actually very... It's everywhere in the Netherlands. It's been... I remember it, it was sort of a new thing when I was at university. The thing is, it doesn't sound Dutch at all. It's Tony's, man. Tony's. Tony's. Tony's Chocolatelli. It sounds like New York pizza or something. Nobody wants slaves, eh? <laughs> Come on to Tony's. Hey, back in my Is that our next assignment? <laughs> back when I just like sell, yeah, just like sell this chocolate, right? <laughs> oh my god. And. Oh god! Oh, the what? Where this going go? Oh. <laughs> Sleep. I I was sitting in the Barcelona park today, and I was just enjoying a beautiful spring day in the park. At some point, um, I'm kind of in a cool spot. There's two Brazil young Brazilian guys, one dark skinned guy, one light skinned guy, both with big curly hair, and they're listening to some smooth funk. You know, like it's just, it's a cool scene. And then there's two dudes who just like walk around with a plastic bag with beer cans in them and they just try to sell beer to people but there's not a lot of people in the park so at one point they just sit down and they say to each other no i'm not oh there's nobody here so they just start chilling out but they become like <laughs> then this one woman kind of comes by on her phone and she's got this prissy little dog and this prissy do little dog does a prissy little shit on the ground but the woman on the phone and she doesn't really she doesn't even pay attention to it she keeps walking so this man who's like a toothless black guy in his 60s who's just selling beer to people on the obviously not you know in the best circumstance but he like he gets up with his chest puffed with oxygen and he like with air and he walks up to the woman and he's like hey and he points at the poop <laughs> Hey, and he essentially follows the woman, and she, as she sort of smilingly picks up the poop, and he watches her put it in the trash, and he comes back and he sits down and he looks pretty self-satisfied. <laughs> he looks like feels like he had a good moment. It was a. <laughs> I changed the world to be a better place. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Well, we all know that he's not doing as much as Tony's chocolate Nelly. That's all we know. How many slaves did he Slave free? free. <laughs> Probably not many. Listen, as, as long as they're free for six days, you can legally classify them as free at the time of writing. <laughs> this is the negotiation you can hear inside their business meetings. Oh, no. It's like you buy... You, 
you buy another chocolate bar and you read it and now it now says 99 percent you're like what happened (laughs) (laughs) they had to get a couple of new bags it's like uh guys is it kind of like hand sanitizer how it gets rid of 99.99 percent of germs it's like guys legally we can't say 100 percent slave free we have to bring it down to 99.99 just recall all of them to change the percentage send out a statement we apologize for the misinformation we cannot guarantee that our chocolate is 100 percent slave free <laughs> did you did you see uh i don't know the, the the actor for apu from simpsons apologized for all all his episodes as apu oh yeah like, really that disappointed me yeah he he had to apologize and he said he feels like he needs to apologize to every single indian in america or just maybe in general <laughs> just in america <laughs> just in America. Canadian Indians can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Indians in I mean, India I don't count. No. Like, I don't think there's... There's probably not a problem with the idea of people playing voices of characters across different races. I think the specific issue he's talking about is that the introduction of Indian culture to the United States, to the American public, was through a poo. Really. I mean... What other Indian cultural influence would the American public have really had other than some historical facts? So I can understand how he feels like yeah. an entire set of people would have written to him and shared with him that they feel misrepresented to uh, their neighbors. Exactly. But at the same time, it's not really his fault. Like, he didn't write the show. He didn't write the character. And also, like, he probably had a pretty sweet gig. And, like, it was good, definitely great. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> and, like, as a... I'm assuming as an Indian man in America, or an Indian American, um, probably not easy to come by those kind of jobs back then. But, but consider this position. He... Apologizing won't cost him a cent. <laughs> Nobody's going to take his money away. Nobody's sure. going to take his episodes away. Nobody's going to stop hiring him because he is joining a bandwagon and showing sympathy. Mm-hmm. In fact, it will raise his signal, boost his signal. So yeah. in fact, he only has one option. His one option is to, to take some responsibility in a way that's cheap because it's not going to affect him. Right, it's not right, like right. he's going to have to give anything up. Well, he's a great actor, though. He's so funny. Very nice. Very nice. He does so many voices. He does most heaven. You know, and uh, what are all the... Pull that up, guy. What are the voices Hank Azaria does in The Simpsons? Hank Azaria does... Uh, let's see. He does Wiggum, too, I think, right? Mo, Chief Wiggum, comic book guy. Carl comic Wilson. Comic book guy. Um, and Apu, obviously. Who's Carl Wilson? Oh, Carl. Carl, yeah. Carl. 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 Can any of you do any uh, Simpsons voices? No. 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 Uh, not Simpsons voices, no. Do any of you watch The Simpsons? Yeah, all the time. Oh, hello, Homer. <laughs> oh, is that Barney? What are you doing here, Homer? <laughs> <laughs> nice touch. Nice touch. Was that voice the inspiration for your stool poem? It's a it's a slight derivative, but uh, yes, well uh, well spotted, Svetlana. So you're telling me Barney from The Simpsons wrote that poem? Is he talking Actually, about a bar stool? That makes a lot of sense. Did did didn't Barney have a like he had a sort of brooding black and white art film where he did the voice in The Simpsons? Like there was an episode where they sort of showed the depth of his soul. 
and it was black and white and it filmed the gutter and it was very sad no clue pull that up guys. Yes, what do you think he called it puka hunt puka hunters is what he called it it is a touching black and white film about barney's struggle with alcoholism and is best known for its closing tag tagline don't cry for me i'm already dead <laughs> oh yeah i remember don't cry for me i'm already dead <laughs> that's really sad I put a, a different playlist and uh, I think if you listen to the song Around the Sun you can get on a wavelength with me how can you be like the definition of a vibe like Stevie Wonder if you ask you you, you don't know you don't, you don't get it yeah no what what was the question <laughs> I said, uh, how can you be the definition of a vibe like Stevie Wonder? Of a vibe. And, they, and then we said, if you have to ask, then you'll never know. Yeah, well, that stands to reason. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, you're alone on this one. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it, the, 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 the system doesn't benefit from you getting it. It doesn't need you to get it. Yeah, if you anything, know? you asking that question kind of ruined the vibe. <laughs> I think you should. That's, right, that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, gonna I'm gonna mute him. <laughs> He's see gonna be out. muted for at least sixty seconds. <laughs> In fact, okay, acknowledging just... the vibe kind of ruins the vibe. <laughs> the vibe just happens. <laughs> it just exists, and we're, you recognize. Yeah. We would do that to Adel. You remember when we were playing? Uh... Katan and he would get too verbally abusive so on discord you could mute him (laughs) (laughs) just like server mute him like it's so nobody can hear him he's just stuck in his little box there and it it infuriates do you get notified that you've been muted no it's a little red symbol that goes next to your name and you can see that oh shit (laughs) oh but if you don't notice it you just keep going (laughs) (laughs) essentially Oh boy, that'd be so funny. Oh man, and there's nothing you can do. The power of of the Discord admin server. I I had a moment today. I kind of I want to tell the story. Go ahead. It's kind of funny. I started the day super productive. I'm like, you know, I'm finally gonna do with the to do list. I wrote like eight things that I felt like I wanted to spend some time doing, and so I was crossing them off. I'm like, I've done three or four, and now I feel like, oh cool, I wanna. I want to write. Uh, I want to work on that sunny episode I've been writing. So I, I get to, I, I, you know, I light up. I really get to like a good level where it's like over the last couple of days I haven't been able to feel high at all. So suddenly it's like I feel I'm in the rhythm and like I'm really in the rhythm. I've also had some edibles, so it's like it's it's a compound effect. <laughs> um, and then my phone alarm goes and it's like oh shit, call with a client. <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, oh fuck! I, I I said I was gonna take that call. But, and here's the thing, it's normally, you know, business partner takes these calls because this was a business call. And, but she didn't want to take it because this call made her nervous. The subject of this call was that this is a client who'd postponed to the following year. This is a whole thing that had happened. And in postponing it to the following year, we had adjusted our price to reflect the following year. And they did not agree with the price increase after a year after having already said that it was fine. And so it was set to become an adversarial altercation and I get on the call and I feel like this slow motion feeling take over me where it goes like suddenly like the effect of all the THC that has not been in my system for that has not been able to like get me anywhere suddenly all came in one moment (laughs) and it was just like a blank wall but there I am on a zoom call talking to the CFO of a school (laughs) 
and I, I had to say some words in the beginning. I said, hi, good morning. I was cordial. And I said to him, um, t please tell me your side of things. So I bought myself some time <laughs> and he's explaining and I, and I need to really focus on what he's saying because I'm like, I need to, this is a high stakes situation right now. <laughs> and so he says it and then I sort of, I muster up to the capacity to sort of repeat back to him what he said and then maybe uh and explain how um how i also understand it and i managed to get through it but i was saying i kept sort of passing it off like i would look up for a second like i was like i was thinking but really what it was is like the brain is shutting down the brain is shutting down i have to hold on to this the is all video oh. Okay. Yes, video call. I put on these uh, these these glasses, these glasses, these um, screen glasses. They're not real glasses, but I feel like they make you look a little more academic. They also your eyes are harder to see, so that was sort of my defense mechanism. So I was pretending, but I was struggling to hold on to the thought. But I'm like, look, okay, now what I have to do is I have to tell him, okay, what what's the situation? He's like, we're not really happy. I, you know, you we we already had a down payment and the. the this happened it's it, it it caused some trouble for us and i felt bad anyway I, so i had to respond to him and say you know i i hear what you're saying what your your situation is i completely understand it and i think i may understand this is exactly what i said because at some point i caught the train it's like you 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 hear this thing on the distance and it comes closer and closer and closer and just when the time when you time it just right you jump on the train and you're with it i'm sure anyone who smoked has that feeling where it's like mm. you're back in you're there and so then i i, I said um what did i say to him i said okay i hear what you're saying and i think i understand i think i see where the discrepancy of our interpretation was so i started fully open and i went to explain to him that you know when we postponed any like typically we didn't charge them for any postponement because of force majeure because we understand covid blah 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 but when they wanted to postpone from 2020 to 2021 it's when clients moved their projects from 2020 to 2021 it meant that that time in 2020 was probably going to go unsold because in the end who was who's going to hire us in 2020 mm -hmm. and so that's what warranted our price increase and okay began to hear it i said but you know it was it made me very sad to hear that you um anyway blah 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 i, I sort of kind of took his side and i said but we're in the business of making people happy so what what can i do to make you happy unless he thought the language i used was a little bit too like arab in its uh, openness it didn't, didn't have a sort of business tone but as soon as i said those words to him this sort of stiff posture that he had kind of loosened up fully and when it was just like he said his opening statement i responded with my statement and now i asked i put the ball in his court and i told him i'm here i'm at your service and now i'm sitting there thinking holy shit i'm about to land this one <laughs> Like it just, it felt like it emerged, it worked, something happened. And that's when I realized my heart was beating so intensely that I could hardly breathe. It was just like, I was at the very edge of the consciousness trying to hold on to a very thin strand of thought that was a very important thought that I needed to present in very, very clear and non-adversarial professional language. <laughs> and so then he responds and he sort of says what he wants. And then all I have to say is, 
That's very fair. I will. I am sure we'll be able to accommodate that. I will discuss the numbers with my with my business partner, and I'll get back to you tomorrow. And then he said thank you, and I said thank you. We hung up, and I sort of like melted into the chair. And now I'm like, holy shit! I go to Leslie and I try to like explain to her, I have like adrenaline pumping, and I feel the highest I have ever felt, <laughs> at least in a really long time. Like my whole body is shivering, completely shivering, just like bad trip level of high. Like that is how deep I was sort of. Vibrating vibrating the whole time and I start fucking tripping out it's because I hear this sort of haloing that keeps getting louder and it feels like it's this thing circling above my head and I don't say anything to her and after like five minutes I tell her I hear this fucking sound I'm tripping out she's like dude that's the pressure cooker what? <laughs> the pressure, pressure cooker, cooker. oh my god <laughs> 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 oh man, and as soon as she said that, it kind of like totally calmed me down because I wasn't bugging out anymore thinking there's this this vibrating sound in my head that I'd like broke something inside with the, with the nerves and the anxiety. <laughs> oh man, but it, like it, it was a symphony. <laughs> it was a... <laughs> It was like a rising to the occasion. Every word I said was exactly the right word that I needed to say in that moment. Wow. Oh, God. I felt like I was on top of the... on the moon. You know? In a good way. Six times the size of... one-sixth the size. Well, uh, one coffee bean the size of... of (laughs) A quarter. uh, To our nickel. One coffee bean. But it's like you compare coffee bean to a nickel. Like, that's not a scale (laughs) that I understand. They're not even the same shape. How big shape. is a coffee bean? At all. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Like, couldn't they... Is there a more universal frame of reference that we have? Yeah, exactly. Like, couldn't you say, like, it's a motorbike to a pickup truck? Or is that too obscure in the shape as well? Or it's like, I feel like the... I feel like they're dumbing it down a lot. Like, can't you just say, oh, it's like one inch versus four inches? <laughs> No, like, no, I feel like you just said like grapes to a tomato. <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel like they could anything. use like a fruit though, like a lemon compared to a watermelon. They're oh. all fruits. They're circles. Why do you, <laughs> that makes sense? Why do we have to go into coffee beans and coins? <laughs> Someone thought of two-dimensional circles when they were thinking of the comparisons. Compare a pebble to a twelve-sided die. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, makes sense now. Yeah, you get it. I mean, it is a certain skill, right? To be able to very illustratively describe complex ideas. Because I guess the other challenge is, if you say, um, like, a lemon, like, what size of lemon? Because there are some big lemons, but there are also some small lemons. (laughs) But also, like, if people from other countries who don't use nickels or something they're like oh what is a nickel exactly when we were in costa rica um i stopped i pulled over once as if as if we had a flat tire it was a i had to pull over hard because there was a man at a stall and when i stopped the car leslie just jumped out of the car and ran to the stall and the man was selling mango sized avocados And Leslie just comes in and she tells me how much she paid for it. It's like, Leslie, that man just robbed you blind. <laughs> but she's holding three avocados like she's holding penguin children. Penguin children. <laughs> just this massive, this massive. <laughs> she's the happiest person in the world. Happy. Exactly. 
Uh, so you just to accept the experience. My point is that you also see these tiny little shitty avocados. So it's like even fruit. We can't even trust fruit. But a nickel's always a nickel. You know? I think that's the God thing. made by a factory. You, look, these are NASA scientists who would have come up with the like, like well, it's a nickel, it's metal, it's a constant, you know? Because you, they would have had that tomato discussion. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like we're thinking too in-depth into this. I feel like it's like picking out ice cream flavors. They just pick two random objects that kind of relate to each other and just put it together. <laughs> Is that how you pick ice cream? Well, no, like ice, like naming ice cream flavors, like Ben & Jerry's ice cream or whatever. Like the most obscure you know, things. I, Surah or Svetlana does this amusing thing where uh, but it's actually it's really fun and uh, at least that's how I perceive it you can tell me if I'm off base here <laughs> but it's like probe a, uh, a thing that you want to relate to people on as if the expectation is that other people experience it too I do that but then mm. but, yes but then sometimes it turns out that the other people may not understand what it is oh yes <laughs> you roll you roll with it very naturally <laughs> Where other people might be like, oh no, I have missed the target of social expectation. <laughs> what? I'm so I need a specific example. Am I insulted or complimented is the question. Yes. 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 Correct. <laughs> Correct. Indeed. Was it the Ben and Jerry's? Well, I mean- Oh, a reference to Ben and Jerry's. So the yeah. assumption is that everybody knows what Ben and Jerry's is. I realize that not many people do because it's a American thing. No, no, no. I think I uh, think we all know what Ben okay, and Jerry's okay. is. Okay, <laughs> okay. He was talking about the ice cream, and then when we were like, "What?" You then followed up with an example to sort of gracefully ah. elaborate oh, yes. to the group. Cover my tracks. Yes. When you say you, you're referring to whom? <laughs> So Me? I, I heard this. What? I'm confused I this, now. I heard this thing. What? I heard this thing about fires. Uh, but uh. <laughs> what, what, what were you gonna say? About? Uh, no, no, sorry. Go. Ahead. I heard this thing about fires. Uh, and it's uh that most of most of wood is made out of carbon, and that this there's this assumption that trees grow from the ground, but trees actually grow from the air because there is carbon in the air and trees they take carbon monoxide and they turn it into oxygen and they take the carbon and that's why they're made out of carbon is because of the air not from from the ground Hmm. i find that fascinating i find that fascinating that is pretty fascinating you know what's also fascinating um so you know how some animals evolve to look like other things for to either protect themselves from predators or to better Fuck stalk your prey. fact <laughs> i'm gonna tell you my fact no, no your fact reminded me of this fact he's only piggybacking my friend i'm piggybacking i hate that word but yes i'm piggybacking listen i respect um, your piggyback please thank piggyback. you and i respect your fun fact um <laughs> So it makes sense, for example, that a bug has learned how to look like a twig. But there are plants that look like animals to increase the chances of like pollination or like getting the getting bees to pollinate them. So there's a plant that looks like a bee, so that bees get attracted to it. My question is, how the fuck does a plant know what a bee knows what a bee look like? <laughs> that was grammatically incorrect all over, but like you know what I'm talking about. 
Plants don't have eyes. How do they think, oh, I'm going to look like a bee and then and then do it. <laughs> and then they go, like a bee. And then they're bees. <laughs> That's the sound of evolution. No matter so what I imagine. Like, I imagine the process involves a, a loud, long, single note scream. I, just, I don't know why I picture that. <laughs> but it's like a metamorphosis, you know. It's like, guys, we got to evolve. All right, let's go. It's like a Pokemon evolution. Yeah. But it's so yeah. high-pitched that no other animal can hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe it's a little bit like a rippling sound. A little bit like... <laughs> I don't know, yeah. That's crazy. I don't know. The trees trees are magnificent. And uh, they probably do have eyes, but we don't know. Probably the mycelium, my friend. The fungus. Did we... 100%. I feel like this was a conversation you and I were having not too long ago when I was sort of fawning over this the hardness of the wood of the stool saying it's like this comes from nothing yeah <laughs> Was, exactly. remember just, yeah I've definitely been having the same thought you know when i whenever i do mushrooms and i walk in the woods just to feel the tree is like there's this incredible sensation you have when you feel it because it feels so solid in a in a way that it's so difficult to understand how yeah. this natural you thing touch it. that is it, that just grows out of nothing what, mm. At least what we perceive to be nothing. You know, like I read about, at least in the overstory, the book I read, father and son plant a tree and weigh the soil. The whole thing was to see if it comes from the soil or from the air. Six years later, they take the soil and painstakingly figure out how to re-weigh it. And they find that the soil weight didn't change at all. And But mm. the tree grew from a small tree to a full-size tree. That's fascinating. Oh, man. We have to do everything we can to have people understand that it would be to everybody's benefit to be able to live in balance with life. So I think, it, not related to each other, but the video that I just posted, um, you can watch it without the audio. And just, it's really cool just being in nature and seeing the mountains. I don't know where this is, I don't know what this is, but uh, just watch the trees and the mountains. I'd like to, but my internet will not permit it currently. Aww. Oh, we got neighbors what downstairs. Is it, what does that mean when someone goes, aww? Pity? I feel bad yeah. for you. <laughs> That's literally pity. Yeah. For you. Exactly. And nothing. Aw, like, oh, poor baby. Like that kind of, like, pity. Oh. <laughs> like, it's kind of sarcastic. So that, that's kind of that's kind of why I've gotten into houseplants recently. Um, I just bought a shit ton of houseplants. I have at least ten houseplants in my apartment now. But one of them is an avocado tree. You're all mine! And I literally, like, we had an avocado. I took the pit, put it in some water. Like, a couple months later, it's, like, sprouting. And it it's takes so, so long to fascinating. grow. It does, but once it starts sprouting, it shoots up. Like, mm -hmm. now it's at least seven, eight inches long, or tall, I guess. And it has pretty big what? leaves. Wow. And it, again, it looks like it came out of nothing. Especially when you see the, the, the pit opening. And it's just mm -hmm. sort of coming out of this little... It's it's really cool to watch. I wish I had done a time lapse of it. But. Also, um, uh, the onions. Like if you put green onions in water, they'll grow. And they'll mm -hmm. grow really long. And if like, yeah. where are you getting your stuff from? You I mean, that's how you can grow... Water. That's how you can regrow most veggies. Is like if you take off the bottom part of it and just put it in water... Grow. that's how you can do with le like lettuce and everything too that's how i have all my starters yeah. for my veggie garden wow i mean you can't grow a finger you know i wish well, octopi can yeah. yes wait but wait what was yanis's fact <laughs> the one that seon took over <laughs> the, the, the 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 trees that hijacked trees, trees grow, grow from, from nothing the from the air ah 
We're all yes. stardust. I didn't take over. He'd finished his fact. <laughs> Listen, I'm and not I was by whatever. Thinking, I know you're not, but Rob seems. Uh, sorry, um, Fyodor seems to take issue with <laughs> my contribution. <laughs> you know, this is like our thirteenth episode. And we have still we have failed to really take over these 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 names. Like we just always are just like really have a hard time calling each other what we want to be called and i don't i, I will not accept this that's why i just don't mention names this is a podcast <laughs> where this is 2021 we respect exactly we respect what you want to be called i'm really really tired of this i'm so tired of this and we must make a change now i want to apologize it's for a all, mutiny i want to apologize for all the previous 12 podcasts where i um, did a mistake i really did not know uh anything better and uh it's just it, it is what it is, and I now know better, and I'm, I'm, I want to apologize for that. I'm gonna please you back off his apology. I'm on. <laughs> 16 April. Aman Jordan. Yanis, he slash his apologizes on famous episode 14 of Controversial Podcast. <laughs> just like the title is like this caps lock Controversial Podcast episode. <laughs> Swarthy trigger warning. Dark tinted <laughs> trigger warning. <laughs> exactly. The, just because they find us using the word swarthy constantly because maybe in like 2022 swarthy becomes the word. And then they're gonna like they're gonna look back at our past episodes and see that we've been incredibly, incredibly problematic. That was a video idea I had. It was like we do fake apology videos for like a scandal or something. <laughs> Not even, oh, not even that. One. That is a good one. All right, put that one on the assignment list. I've seen <laughs> plenty one. of really terrible apology videos. That would be fun. <laughs> okay, wait. Do you wanna uh, do you wanna um, step it up? Like, what if it was an apology at a press conference and you play the journalists that ask you the questions? <laughs> and that's how the story unravels. It's from the questions. <laughs> yes. Oh, so just it's just the journalist. It's not even. And no, well, so hi. You can use your sisters. Giannis. I think it'd be pretty funny. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, stupid, oh, stupid, should stupid, I stupid, should I use stupid, the kids in the dorm? Stupid. Just add students. Yeah. Uh, if, if you get if you get them released, you have to get a yes. photo. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. No, don't release. Just uh, yeah, you can definitely do it. Oh yeah. But I just think it's funny if Sue is using his four sisters just to like fill up the scene in each scene, so it looks like it's a there's just people in the in in the rows, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Just being very creative with your framing. Isn't it crazy that I can just see like them throwing? They can throw tomato tomatoes at Yanis, like especially if they're old and rotten tomatoes. Don't throw good ones. Yummy. And then slow motion. Yanis is enjoying the tomatoes that are being pelted at him in a. He catches in a way everyone in his mouth and eats it. Yes, <laughs> and it's highly erotic. <laughs> I would like to see this now. <laughs> Wow. Do do you not agree, sir? It's quite an amazing scene. Uh, isn't rain the best? Rain? Rain is... Oh, should we put some rain ambience on? It's 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 just pure water falling from the sky. It's raining here right now. Acid. Can you name me another substance? Acid rain is... Is there another scary. substance other than water that can exist in three different, three different forms? Yes. Nitrogen. No, that's bad. Wait. No, most things can exist in no. a stable... No, think about it. Yes. You mean naturally? Yes, naturally occurring things that can exist in three states. Rocks. What are the three states? Uh, never mind, I take that back. Arizona, <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> 
Wait, what was the name? Oh, Sean. <laughs> oh, Sean. Oh, Sean. Oh, Sean. Yeah, but... So... <laughs> Ocean. Water. Back to the question. Let's try and slam poetry. Do <laughs> you want me to paint an image that might be interesting or funny? Slam. Where I got this water fact. A couple, year, a couple years ago, I was still in university in Amsterdam. And a friend of mine, who was a friend that I kind of got along with in Qatar, who was now like kind of a big player in the Gulf. And, you know, he came with his friends. But it became abundantly clear that he was paying for the whole show. And he came from the UK. Rented a really, like, swanky, but also kind of red light districty um, loft on the canals in Amsterdam. We, jo- we go out, we go for dinner. And he, like, he paid, I, he, he paid for lunch the day before. So I had to sort of fight to pay the whole tab of this sort of, like, Arab dick flexing competition thing. And then... We get to his house, they all smoke up, and suddenly, like, the party turns to watching a documentary, and it's about, it's called The Secret of Water. And it's one of these documentaries that starts with a super deep voice that says, Is there another substance on Earth that can exist in three states? (laughs) And it just goes to spend, like, an hour and a half describing that if you talk to water, you can activate it, and, and then it can become good water. And we just sat there. We watched it. <laughs> and I'm just looking around. Oh, man. Me having a full conversation with water now. <laughs> Honestly, if you can find the secret of water, I, I haven't been able to find it back. And there was this one talking head that I was enjoying profoundly because of the way he kept saying, Water. I am studying of water. Water? I, water. Water. It was, it was just... There's something about it that made him sound like a clown. Like, if you pronounce something differently, it takes away from all, everything that you say, whether or not it it actually makes sense. It's like saying that H and, it's like Kuchlip and White and the White Man. Yes. What, do you think we could make a documentary where the whole, it's a little bit like the Schlageskin, where <laughs> you, or you don't actually ever know what the documentary is about, but there's a lot of conversation and excitement oh, yeah. about it. No, we, we definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. A lot of bullshit. But, uh, Just keep but, but it should somehow deliver a point in the end through the form, right? Like it, you should feel like you've learned something. Exactly. And yet, Even when you reflect you on it, it was unpleasant. Nothing. Like, we are all stardust. Did you not think you learned something from that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. but ex- expand take, that, that to a feature length yes. documentary. All I'm saying is that I, I feel like I would be capable of helping out with this. <laughs> no, but it has to sort of sound like it's about something. Like, people, when asked, they should be, they should say, well, it's it's sort of about this, but it's not really about that. Just be like making it a Ken's Burn thing, but like showing random pictures here and there, old footage, and then interviews about nothing. The, the thing I don't get about Ken Burns is his hair. Really, yeah, the, the toupee. I think he made a bad decision at some point, and then he was too shy to to renege. Like, I can't go back. <laughs> I can't go back. I saw him. The, I saw him in person the other day. I went to the his restaurant. Day? The other day? Yeah. The, other... the other day. <laughs> no, like literally like last week. 
what what he has he has a restaurant up in new hampshire called like la burdocks which um my friend ari i don't know if we're gonna use fake names or not but she she's obsessed with it now and and he owns it so we're driving around and he's just walking on the street going to his restaurant ken burns magical ken burns and he did like a finger guns thing at us because he saw that we got excited in the car that we saw him Because he also kind of knows that people that recognize him are are a breed to themselves. <laughs> yes. yes. Like, I like you. So he just reckon like it's not gonna happen that often, so he's gonna indulge them. Oh yeah, you caught me. I am that person you think I am. But he has such a distinct look that it's hard not to like recognize him in public or get him mixed up with any it's other that stranger person. things. Yeah. He looks like the adult version of that kid in Stranger Things. He does. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Smaller eyes, though. Are you also listening to rain sounds? I'm listening to live rain sounds outside my window. Oh, really? Oh, that's legit. Okay, we don't need to flex here because <laughs> half of us don't live in <laughs> live in the desert. You know what I mean? Half of you do, or okay. you mean? Yeah. What? In fact, it's also we're all in it's also nice supposed to blizzard here you. tomorrow, so I'm not so That's happy people. about it. I know. Tell it to the earth. Mother nature. Well, you're nature. lucky it's not global what if warming. You just, like had a documentary you say nature. Nature. Don't you mean oh, nature? nature? I I honestly believe that if we employ your brother Petug to um just be the spokesperson for any cause with good direction, <laughs> people will simply believe that they will follow him wherever it is. Like, we, he and I came up with this idea of having him be the mycelium guy, you know? Oh, and just make a bunch of cool videos about mycelium, you know? Just make it cool the way we make it cool. It'll get people thinking, shit, man, this isn't a bunch of nerds studying mushrooms in the woods, you know? There's, like, there's cool people. So you're saying that he could be I a cult be a cool leader? Person. No, he, just a, like, spokesperson. Yes, I think he could be. I mean, yeah, he definitely could be. You know, it's funny. Um, I've finally, at least I've inadvertently grown a fairly long beard. And just naturally, you sort of take to doing that thing that thinkers do with their beard. You comb it with your fingers? <laughs> just constantly and compulsively. You should be like yeah, my dad. Really. Do you have a special comb just for it? My dad has a special comb just for his mustache. <clears throat> Yes, your father has a substantial m- mustachio. Yes. You take care of your Shlaga hair. skin. And your hair Shlaga will take skin. care of you. <laughs> take care of your hair. And your hair, and will, your take hair care. will take care of you. <laughs> yeah, it was the Ken Burns. How do we get the Ken Burns? Yeah, okay, no, but is there a way to make it a documentary that seems like it's actually about something? Like, could we fool people? I 100%, my friend. Yes. I feel like it's been done, or something similar has been done before. I feel like I remember look, watching something where I'm like, what the hell is the point of this? <laughs> no, but that's too obvious. It has to kind of like leave you wondering. It's like, wait a minute, what was the point? I don't get it. But the thing is, look, it's entertainment, right? It's an hour and a half of entertainment. If it delivers some kind of even questioning of something, it's a, there's value that you give someone. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be the kind of documentary that people either love or hate. Mm-hmm. Very polarizing. Yeah. Like it would, there would be a lot of controversy around it. They're like, oh, it's such a dumb documentary. I didn't learn anything. Other people will be like, isn't that the point though? Like it's, it's like <laughs> overanalyze everything in it. College students. <laughs> I don't want people to fight about it. 
I think it'd be pretty fun. There were these, uh, we met these people, and I'm sure uh, some of us here would have similar stories of uh, bikers who were uh, biking through Wadi Ram, or like throughout, yeah, just like through the desert. And uh, I'm sure that's fascinating, man. Just to go wherever and be ultimate, like complete freedom to just roam wherever you want, faster than walking, you know? If you had a horse? A bike. Or a horse. Horse gang. These massive bikes, massive wheels. It's a lot of freedom. What was the assignment that, that Svetlana came up with? Oh yeah, the apology. Public apology. I want to add some extra creative restrictions. Um, the reporter's asking questions. Okay, but, okay, that's a good one. What else? Um... There has to be tears. A what? Crying. Of oh, tears, tears. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> You can't I, I, specifically address what you did. <laughs> like, you can't reveal what you did in your apology. Yes. <laughs> and take no responsibility for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just the political language that makes it sound like you're taking responsibility for something. When you're really not. That's why they're all lawyers. Lawyer. Lawyers. So we have this other assignment coming up. Mm-hmm. What, um, do we want to make it more interesting somehow? Well, so far we have... Uh, was it 90 or 60 seconds? 90. 90. 90. So 90-second conversation. First line is, I hate you. Last line is, are you done yet? One character has a physical ailment. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <gasps> I think the parameters are good. Hmm. <laughs> I just thought of my ailment. You guys there won't was, see it was... coming. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to whip herself. <laughs> no. Just like some really heavy lashes on her back. And she'll get really gruesome shots of it. <laughs> I want it to be in the role this time. I want it to feel the pain. Method acting at its finest. We, we had this, uh, we had this uh, classmate of ours in high school that... How do I explain? He was just a dude. He was a bro. There wasn't much mm. to him. Oh. He was kind of a jokester and sometimes Are a bully. We? Oh. <laughs> and, uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, for one day, uh, we discovered that he has a an intense uh, interest in meteorology, and that he's able to kind of explain to us uh, how the weather will be in the next week pretty accurately due to his understanding of the numbers of meteorology. So this 14-year-old man or 14-year-old boy um, <laughs> would go up to us and go up to to in school meeting and discuss the the weather. Um, in quite in, in, in good you know in detail and uh, but you kind of don't believe him because he was just a dude and uh, he just like it did not match that he was like knew all this stuff because he was kind of you know doing his own thing because he wasn't God right he wasn't caught oh my god he's God <laughs> oh my god he's God <laughs> He was also the second uh, ranked player and tennis player in Jordan. Um, And also, people called him Ratatouille, and he really did not like that at all. (laughs) But he really really looked like the character. Seriously, this is probably the closest I've ever seen like an animated character to to a person. Which character? Just the general art design of Ratatouille. But also Ratatouille <laughs> himself. Like, uh, sorry, the, the chef. Remy? Oh, Linguini. Def- definitely the chef. 
Linguini. Linguini. <laughs> she has the posters of all yeah. these characters. She's like cycling. Was it Linguini or was it Remy? No, I know my Ratatouille movie. It's my Tinder it's profile. It's a, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. It's a beautiful film. Hey, okay, so if we turn our assignment to one step harder, what if we said that each of us has to specifically address a weakness of our one of our own weaknesses? Our own weakness Already ahead of you. Because weakness? No, right. personal weaknesses. Svetlana is on it, man. Oh, yeah. Self-deprecation? Like, the, like on it. Oh, like, yeah. the character She's has to address the character's apart. weakness, or the character has to, in a meta sort of way, address the filmmaker's weakness. No rules, but just uh, expose yourself a little. You know? I see, I see. Yeah. Okay. Wait, please don't take that too literally. <laughs> Too late. I've already filmed. I'm filming right now as we speak. Self. We've we've gotten closer and closer to you know really exposing ourselves. <laughs> yeah, three crop shots. Each What's video next? is closer and closer. <laughs> the big finale. Yeah. We also ought to talk about uh, doing one episode, which would be a collaborative one. Except the nature of the assignment will make fitting our puzzle pieces together uh, an amusing event. Was that the one that we, you and I talked about? I'm not sure. The one about how like the other person does like Google Translate or something like that on a script? <laughs> oh yeah, that was another, but what, what, was another concept. Could you make a film, like, uh, you know, a well-produced film overseas or, you know, in different locations? It depends, I think, on the, the capacity of each person to be able to execute their content, you know? Mm. I, like if not if I could get you all the same equipment and sort of run through some of the principles where we'd all follow the same rules, or at least that's what you want, you know. Do you think but phones, no matter what people say, it, they look, that, you know, um, to say the the equipment does not matter. I think I what think you do is you you have uh, Patricio or uh, Yanis be the actor, and we send the we send the like the changes of the script and the. <laughs> The memos, they just come down from a pipe. Mm. You are expected in the nude on a public square. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Stand static for three minutes. Have you Resist guys seen all beratement? <laughs> Have you guys seen the short film that was created by um, an AI that wrote the script? No. no. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> It's really bizarre. <laughs> As you can imagine, it makes absolutely no sense, but at the same time, it kind of does. Yeah, I think this should be our inspiration for the documentary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'll Just send have an artificial generated moments of story that, <laughs> but that you can use different artificial intelligence to generate certain types of decisions, which you can have then correspond to decisions in your direct in your documentary. Mm. So I sent it in the in the chat. Um, oh, feel free to look Stop at it whenever. Middle ditch. I love this guy. <laughs> middle ditch. Man, my name is, so cool. is Tom. Oh yeah, I watched this. Oh, I want to watch it again. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's pretty so, funny. So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I shall watch it soon. Excellent. Well, on that note. I'm going to uh, end my time here. All right, peace. And retire.
Okay, bye. Remember the word. Say stop. Yeah. Okay, okay. bye. I got you. Goodbye. Say right, bye. You gotta bye. Bye. Sean, say it. Say it, Sean. Say it. Say the words. He didn't say it. What? <laughs> what a dick. Stop. What a cock. Yeah. What a cock. No, he stop. did. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear stop, a word. Stop. I didn't hear a damn thing. I didn't hear a damn thing. What a relief, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> man, that guy. I feel like you can breathe again. <laughs> I'm getting tired of this shit. <laughs> He says he, you know, pulls that up. It doesn't really pull that up, and like, these fucking facts to one up your facts, man. What the fuck was that? Exactly. Like, you think, I, you think I wasn't offended by that? I was actually offended by that. It's like, I was offended on, for you, man. You what the fuck like, was you that? You cannot do that. That's Jesus that's Christ. not. Fucking That's not cool. God damn it. The audacity. Really, the audacity. That's what I would have said. The gumption. Wow. That's what I would say too. Yeah, the good old-fashioned gumption. I did say that in my head. <laughs> Um, I, I I highly recommend watching this video after after we finish. I highly recommend. It. I think we need to go through um, some time of healing. <laughs> From what? Well, this was clearly a traumatic experience. Oh yeah. For us, look, we're clearly three people in the throes of of late twenties identity crisis or middle twenties. <laughs> Early twenties. <laughs> I'm always having an identity crisis. That's why I'm running away this summer. Ooh, that's great. Yes. That's great. <laughs> Back to the communist it's land. Like... <laughs> so this is how it works with um, with Yanis. Just so you have a clearer image, Svetlana. Mm -hmm. He um, he has a specially made tactile keyboard with about fourteen or fifteen physical buttons on them. <laughs> And about 60% of the time when he doesn't want to, or he can't produce a sentence that he thinks will be coherent, presses one of the buttons and one of the most worn out buttons says like, That's nice. That's great. <laughs> Good for you. And he just like sits there playing with his belly button and he just like presses the button. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Cleaning out the pocket lint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, leg, legs up on the, on the desk, fiddling with his belly button. He sounds like a father who doesn't know how to, like, congratulate their son. Like, you did good, champ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's one of the specific ones. He just was always in the same intonation. Yeah. You did good, champ. <laughs> what would be funny is that if, like, Sean actually likes, like, he's just like... I love this guy. He just like says the right things at the right time all the time. It, I just, I feel a lot of affirmation from this guy. I'd be like, okay, so that's our experiment for next podcast. Ooh. We, we won't tell him, but you need to somehow, come on, we could do that, right? Oh yeah. Just, it's certainly possible to do this. Yeah. I think, I think, I think maybe the phrases need to be a little bit more specific or. Well, you could choose your phrases. Yeah, the words need to be chosen <laughs> no. a little bit more. No, but we should great. all be. It should be all of us. You should all do just only like 15 phrases the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> Circle back. Oh my god, this would be so funny. This would be so Like funny. the Nathan For You soundboard where like, I don't know, I forgot the name of the episode where he's, he's talking to the person he's impersonating his uh, grandparents. You know what I'm talking about? Where he was on the, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh the my farm, god, the wire. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh my god. god the guy oh, has... yeah. oh my god. It's so bad. <laughs> no, but I think that would be so funny that guy has to do that next time.
Okay, but you have to sort of coordinate with each other that you don't end up with this. Well, maybe you don't coordinate with each other. Maybe that's the creative challenge. Completely you different the things. The game is to see. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You just have to kind of gamble. <laughs> what are some things you can say? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you can fit in some things where it's like, hey, do you guys mind if I... I have a story, something happened to me today. <laughs> and so you just fill the whole story. No, you so should answer with, time. like, a quote from the Tao every single th- for every single thing. <laughs> Okay, it has to sort of come naturally. It's like, oh, actually, there's a there's a quote in the Tao that I read not too long ago. That insert quote, and then you say, oh, it's funny that you say that. There's a quote in the Tao that exactly just like five insert ways. quote. I would be like, oh, like from afar, thing. like every rose like looks the same, but when you look closer, every petal is different, or like something like obscure like that. <laughs> I love it. I mean, that uh, that brings me to uh, the next thought. Have you guys heard of the Tao? <laughs> okay. If you will turn to... Um, Page 42. Tao, chapter 45. <laughs> in the translation by Stephen Mitchell. That's not the right one. That's not a good one. It's an excellent one, actually. No, I know it is. I you cho- sent me the link. I chose it specifically. True perfection seems imperfect, yet it is perfectly itself. True fullness seems empty, yet it is fully present. True straightness seems crooked. True wisdom seems foolish. True art seems artless. The master allows things to happen. She shapes events as they come. She steps out of the way and lets the Tao speak for itself. Snaps. Wow. You know, but the, the thing is, it is actually transcendentally beautiful human wisdom. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are some things in there that spoke more than other things. Art is artless. Who would have thought of that? Who would have thought that, you know? Straight? You could be too straight? (laughs) True straightness seems crooked. Wow. Yeah, but you understand what he's saying? Oh, yeah. It's like the art of war. It's also a tiny, short book. These Chinese people understood it's like... The function of rhetoric is to condense it to its pure essence. And then the Western philosophers come and say, hey, let's just talk and talk and talk and the dialectic. Mm. Please, please continue with your interpreting. I must depart for my roommate needs to sleep. Would you like to close on a... Would you like to read a verse of the Tao for us? Sure thing. Let me see what I can choose. Do I have it? Do I have the link here somewhere? Just write Stephen Mitchell Tao. I believe you shall find it. Tao Tu Ching. Tao Tu Ching. And Svetlana, would you uh, be so kind as to send me a couple guided meditations that you have enjoyed. Yes, I will do that. As right now or after we are concluded? 
after we have concluded. I um, I really enjoyed that one you did. I haven't meditated much in my life. And each time I do it, I am fascinated by the intensely physical reaction that it actually mm -hmm. invokes in me. Yet for some reason, I haven't committed myself to continuing the practice, mostly because I don't, I don't really understand it. And I would appreciate anybody who can at least help me toward resources. I haven't done too many since because it was very intense. But I find that like my meditation is just using like the same um, vibrations as I do like a, my own routine and I find that meditative. So it's really whatever you interpret it as. But I will send you a guided one if you need Thank you. the guidance. Appreciation. Yeah, you know, I just, it made me long mm -hmm. for the voice of a specific teacher. Yeah that worked at our school and I would I would still I mean there's even a chance that Yanis would be able to interact with her but if you had her read a guided meditation I think it would make people very happy she was like a sort of white African mother you know the, the type where you see photos of her being a revolutionary in South Africa, you know, fighting for the, the good guys. Hmm. And that's the sort of the person she's always been. And she's in, she lived in the boys' dorm where at some point the boys vandali vandalized all the doors of the teachers in, their in the building, except her door. Was that right, Yanis? Am I correct in saying that? I believe so. Yeah, they wouldn't touch her. Wow. There's, there was a prof profound respect the boys had that you simply, like, there's, there's not a way you could possibly imagine doing something like that to her. And it's got this, oh, my boy, type of energy when she approaches you. Oh, dear boy. Hello, my boy. Hello, my boy. There's someone you always want on your side. Beautiful human. Have you found uh, a passage, Yanis? Yes, sir. It is uh, verse 50. Mitchell's translation. The master gives himself up to whatever, whatever the moment brings. He knows that he is going to die, and her has nothing left to hold on to. No illusions in his mind, no resistances in his body. He doesn't think about his actions. They flow from the core of his being. He holds nothing back from life. Therefore, he is ready for death, as a man is ready for sleep after a good day's work. Beautiful. Very nice. Work hard, my friends. And stop. <laughs>